0: we're talking real money.
1: Darned important conversation on this here radio show called Talking Real Money. This is your life we're talking about. This is the money that fuels it. This is avoiding being ripped off. This is building the wealth you need to retire comfortably. This is living better through better financial planning. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. Get a free ticket to retire me 2020 oh, yeah. for calling in
2: well worth it by the way i took two of the buffered annuities over the break feels so much better now. feeling better oh yeah
1: you, you look a little calmer now Yeah, i'm feeling good it's that buffering
2: it, you don't get the dividends all the rest of that you just feel better
1: Eight five five nine three five eight two five five is the number and since terry has been waiting patiently for a while terry you're up welcome to talking real money hey terry how can we help Hi,
3: hey Well, I I thought I would provide to you the most important information that has been raised so far today. The name of the character with the uh, perpetual cloud over his head, Joe which is an unpronounceable name. How do you spell that? B T F S L T K, if I got that right. Really?
2: Yeah, Uh, that's from what what comic comic strip? Is that uh, which comic strip?
3: Come on, give me
2: five seconds. Figured it out it was popular back in the fifties and sixties.
3: Little Anna and a boy.
2: Okay, Thank I'm gonna really? I'm gonna come clean because Terry, <laughs> the other Terry, told me that during the break. I did, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, Terry. And I know the Terry was calling because uh-huh. he's a local. Yeah, celebrity, Joe Boots of Split. Yeah, the,
1: the, the I cloud. you know, and I gotta tell you, I I've never seen it. Until today.
2: Yeah, that's my mom used to talk about that. But Terry, the other Terry, not the Terry (laughs) in the studio. Until today. Because we're going to talk about this because you are one of those people that really does feel like there's something bad about to happen to your money, don't you?
3: Uh, Correct. I'm one of these, I I feel like Joe Buffwiss because I always, as an investor, I always feel that, yeah. As soon as I I put uh, cash uh, from a sideline into the market, it's going to
2: go And, uh, and, and by the way, that thing. has that been the case? Because you just got sort of reinvested here about a month ago. That hasn't happened so far, right? I mean, Well, it uh, will, though. It, right? It, it, it's been up and down. It's, yeah, been, it's been up been down, down, been and, and down. And, and I know
3: you, you, you <laughs> tell me to, to, to suck it up and, and take it, you know, just because you know, that's, that's how it goes. But I will say Let I'm me... up about $1,400 at this oh, point. All right. Rule. There okay, you go. We can do lunch you know, soon. Uh,
1: again, that's so meaningless, though. Here's the thing, Mr. Batuf
2: <laughs> I see the cloud it, reappearing. It is, is the reality?
1: The reality is, it may very well be that the time you get in because you waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. No, he's been is invested right about, in other things. Is right so, about yeah. the time that it falls apart. But yeah. then it will come but back. No, but unless what, but the what world you're really ends. saying
2: when you wait is there's some going to be some indication because we said somebody else who deposited mm-hmm. money and said everybody tells me the market's you know going to go down, so I'm going to wait okay, are you going to wait for a 10% correction, a 20% bear market, a 30? This is the problem. And when that comes, are you going to be nervy enough to say it's time to buy? I doubt it. Most I people aren't. Know. That's the hard
1: part. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, 09, really great. I, I, we, I, I, we talked to a lot of people back then, and the, the, the common denominator among almost everyone who claimed to have gotten out during 2008 was that i am not getting back in because this is just a it's fool's different, rally different this time. is yeah it's going to go down again it's going to keep going down maybe for the next decade does this make and you a feel lot of better, people didn't get back in so.
2: terry just make you feel better i'm uh, not particularly but yeah <laughs> I, I knew do. he was gonna <laughs> say that i know this guy <laughs>
3: nope well and again this, this, here's a yeah it, tom i shared this experience with you once before uh, a year ago this time uh, Costco stock, which I used to buy track, mm-hmm. was just nosediving, and it went down to one eighty nine. And I've been sitting there; I had a, just a bundle of cash, all set to go. I said, "Man, this is the time! This is the time!" That I pull the trigger, I did not. And it, it shot up over, over three hundred. I missed.
2: Now where's it trading at now?
3: Uh, over three
4: hundred.
3: Under three hundred.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
3: it's, yeah, I but mean,
2: again,
3: because I keep thinking, well, I, I don't know if it's whether it's because I'm greedy or because I'm chicken and it's It's a combination both,
2: Yeah, there isn't one
1: Yeah uh-huh. and You know what that makes you actually? A complex human being I love it oh, when exactly. they say complex It makes, human, it makes you a, a human being Show me the simple being, one Period yeah. Just yeah. a human yeah. Yeah. being Okay, thank you Period yeah. Thanks, Terry yeah.
2: Terry, you're, you're the best <laughs> you. He's yeah. All right. Thank you for <laughs> calling you. us Thanks for your help on the comic strip Really do yeah. appreciate that because I should have known that because that was my, one of my mother's favorite uh, characters. I, but.
1: Honestly, I am looking at it online yeah, now. Yeah, and that is the this is the first time in my life I've ever seen yeah. Joe Batušpik. Yeah, and why would you name a guy all consonants?
2: You'll have to call the. Drawer of that oh
1: yeah. Comic strip. Oh, I'm gonna call Al Cap. Yeah, I'm Give sure Al, that. Give Al, old uh, Al a call. Yeah. Well, he
2: might not answer. I'll have answer. to go visit.
1: <laughs> I'll have to go talk to a psychic to get Al to answer.
2: <laughs> so, if you want something that doesn't involve a psychic, if you want to quiz us, no, no quizzes. Uh, we're here to help you.
1: Give us a ring. Yeah, eight five five nine three five. Talk is the number. 855-935-8255. And I promise, at some point, something bad will happen. It's guaranteed. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no obligation appointment with one of our advisors at talkingrealmoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And to talk with us about it, give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You know, Tom, I, there was a time, I believe, when uh, human beings believed that the universe revolved around the Earth. Yeah. Is that correct?
2: It, very true. Yeah. 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 I think you were alive but, then. That wasn't that long ago, was it?
1: Yeah, it was a little longer than that. Okay.
2: All right. Close. And I do I do think as human beings, we kind of get the... we
1: we We're so in our own heads that we kind of think we have powers that we don't have that the world revolves around our actions I mean my wife has always believed that she is a vacation jinx
2: that something I mean, bad very, is going to happen because oh, yeah, on our vacation. very
1: first vacation together yep. was to go to her beach house in South Carolina just as Hurricane Hugo hit <laughs> Well in that case I'm gonna agree with her. And then and then we went to uh Yellowstone. Yeah uh to Did they shut down territory. the geysers that
2: weekend or something? No,
1: those big fires.
2: Oh yeah, I remember those well. Down. Yeah, right. Yeah early nineties. We yeah. went
1: we went on a cruise for our honeymoon and a hurricane hit the Bahamas. Um Maybe so, you're the you know, jinx, she,
2: and she's just along. Sh-
1: she may be right.
2: Yeah, I think now that no. you put those together, I probably have to agree with her
1: yeah so maybe i was wrong but uh, it does lead does. to
2: the some poor decision making when it comes to your money right because as terry right. just said well I, I know the minute i put the money in the market's going to go down and, uh, and 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 the fact uh, it's of the not matter everything to do with you terry or anybody else individually we
1: can guarantee you just one thing and that is at some point if you invest in stocks you will lose money
2: not if you're in guarantee. the offered annuity
1: Yes, even then you will lose money. How's that? The buffered annuity because they only cover you up to a 10% oh, loss. Oh, I see. Okay. So if the
2: market goes down 15, that extra five is on you. You know I was being facetious. And by the way, when the market goes up, you lose money because know, you don't get people, all of the market gain. People believe you. Okay, well, that's very kind.
1: Because you sound so, I mean, you're like a TV host. That, you know, these guys the guy, can say anything. That
2: guy, one guy wrote the review said it sounded like a top 40 disc jockey. No, nah, that was too. the
1: podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. That
2: was anyway, the anyway. No, the, the, look, here's the thing. Okay, here is the because this is coming up more and more and more. Ten year bull market, right? Market <laughs> at record highs, right? Got to do something. It is right. I got to yeah. do something because of all that. Wrong. Your portfolio is constructed for. How soon do you need the money? How much volatility you're willing to accept and what rate of return you're trying to achieve. Other than that, it does not matter what's going on in the world. Sorry. Well, then, how do you know when to sell? Well, this is just somebody just called and said, if, if I have a I stock, knew that. That's, that's, you, I that's cheated like you. Thank you. I, well, <laughs> I'm glad somebody else is. Somebody just called and said, well, what if I have a stock that's up 115 percent? I have another one's up 50. You know, how do I determine when to sell? Well, part one. If Can one, I answer that? Go ahead. Don't. Don't sell? Individual stocks? Okay, sell them all. Yeah, because here's the thing about it. We know the longer you hold an individual stock, the greater the risk is. That's proven. I mean, companies go away. They just do over... Great companies, right? General Motors. Yeah. As General Motors goes, so goes... Anyway, I mean... Great companies go away, but I think what he's really asking is sort of when do I rebalance? Well, part of that would be- well, I, 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 it was, It's basically the when to take profits is like-
1: how much, how high do I ride yeah. this before I get out? It's not when to rebalance. Okay, it's this, fair enough. Fair it's enough. This, it's this when do I take my money off the table? See, it's more of a casino mentality is. than an investment mentality. I want to mentality. take some of my
2: winnings back and let the house, you know, continue yep. to ride. Yep. Yeah. You're right. And the problem with this, with owning any individual stocks, is exactly that, by the way. When you own individual stocks and they do have huge gains and they're in a taxable account, what do you do? and you want to get out of them you got to sell them you got to pay the tax on them right i mean you don't want to do right. that
1: and that's why we believe that it every like everything when it comes to investing it needs to be based on science and a system it needs to be s- systematic if you have a portfolio that is properly diversified you don't own individual stocks you're not worrying about this one being up a lot this one being down a lot you're not thinking of those but as you mentioned the rebalancing thing really is only it's only in play if you have a diversified portfolio
2: yeah yeah I, i agree
1: and so so you rebalance based on the portfolio that you established based on your need and tolerance for risk the asset class diversification when one of them gets out of balance, you don't say, oh, "I think it's going to go higher." You just sell a little bit and add it to that portion that's now down below the there percentage it was. There you go.
2: Selling high, buying low. Right. Yeah. But I, not guessing. I didn't tell you by the week. Some, by the way, somebody this week did a double take when they saw the Washington Mutual stock certificate in the office you know i have one frame now oh yeah 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 the, because everybody they- kept coming in saying oh well, i i'm a, a, my company uh, well run conservative management making a risk rich- never gonna go out of business never gonna go never a problem Man, there never is right and until there huh. is and somebody was there talking about their company and they looked and then they looked again they said what what is that I said, well, let me get it for you. That's a share of Washington Mutual sold to this person in 2008, by the way. The share was issued, which Mm kind of went bye-bye. And we're not saying your company's going to, but there's no reason to take the risk to find out. In other words, you can own a globally diversified portfolio and do very well instead of hoping that one stock's going to do better than the market.
1: You know, we ought to do like an entire wall.
2: Literally. You can buy, you can wall go online that's you could you can go on that's why I bought this thing online you can go buy no, shares No what I'm saying is we should literally shares.
1: do a wall of shares in companies that went totally bankrupt No, yeah. yeah, they're available Cuz we could do a wall of thousands of them
2: Oh yeah definitely
1: Yeah thousands and thousands and yet here's what you don't get when it comes to investing while thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, and thousands of companies have publicly traded companies have gone bankrupt the value of the publicly traded stock market has increased steadily and dramatically, dramatically over the past century.
2: Yeah. And why is that? The numbers are huge. Why is that?
1: Because companies, for the best, let me just give you the, one of the best examples in the world is in the retailing business. When I was a young man, the biggest retailer in America was Sears Roebuck and yeah. Company.
2: That's how you got a house, right? Didn't they drop off the house off the railroad and you that built it? That was
1: before my time. Oh, okay. okay. Slightly before. Okay. But I know <laughs> they what did They did that, like. though.
2: You could buy a house you could buy a ready house. to build. They dropped it yep. off there and away you go. They, that, okay.
1: Yep. Matter of fact, there's a big market for Sears houses now. People oh, want right? those old Sears oh, houses. Okay. They're very hot. But Sears was huge, yeah. Sears was gigantic. And now the biggest retailer is Walmart, and nipping at their heels is this little company that doesn't even have a st- many stores called Amazon.
2: And you know what percentage of retail sales Amazon makes up in the United States of America?
1: I do not know, because I am not a fact guy. Two percent?
2: Two percent. And so when yeah. they, there was a certain administration official recently said, Amazon has ruined the retail economy. And I thought... 2% has no. ruined the retail. Really ruined it? No, it's, it's the, the,
1: the, this it. system.
2: This is the I way I mean, Walmart, things go. Walmart creative is becoming a very
1: big online you yeah. retailer. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like Amazon isn't going to have competitors because they will. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the creative destruction. Things change, but the economy continues to grow.
0: 855-935-TALK, oh, our number. are talking real money.
1: It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, talkingrealmoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Money talk just doesn't get much better than this. It just doesn't. I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of money talks. That's shows true. In my I life. can
2: verify he can he has.
1: And I got to tell you, this is almost your favorite? all of them stink this is my favorite no one this all. is
2: your second favorite show your favorite, Radio sh- favorite money show the don mcdonald show this would be your second favorite
1: oh but that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> no,
2: sure it does can't well, go online, online and type on type in the don mcdonald you know you show. probably can well, i think can. i still have some yeah, up there somehow you, you i don't can know go how watch they're serious there. money online
1: That's amazing. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Still time to get your free ticket to Retire Me 2020. Bringing your future into focus. Get it? 2020? Like that. All right. Gordon, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
2: Hey, Gordon, how can we help you? Hi. uh, Well, I'm 60, and I just retired
4: at the end of February.
2: Congratulations.
4: And I... I've kind of done a pre-calculation on my tax for the year and determined I'm going to get a decent-sized refund. And I'm thinking about taking some of my 401K, which includes a Roth fund, which I haven't invested in in the past, and potentially using that refund to pay the taxes on doing a backdoor Roth conversion. And I wondered what you thought of that.
1: Okay,
2: I yeah, see what Yeah, so you're going to move hmm. money from pre-tax from retirement pre-tax savings to, to, to post-tax, tax-free. to Roth. Yeah. Yes. Now, I'm not opposed to, uh, if you have the cash, how, how big of a transaction, how much tax are we talking? Uh, 10000 Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think very it's brilliant, reasonable. actually. Yeah, yeah sure.
1: Because you're young enough to yeah. still get a lot of advantage from the tax-free growth. You then open up all kinds of flexibility when you... Uh, when you're when when you hit 70 and a half you're not going to have to have the same kind of rmd and it also has all kinds of advantages when giving it to heirs when leaving yeah. it to heirs if you have an estate so i i've always been a big fan of of uh of converging as long as you can afford it and it doesn't kick you into a higher tax yeah bracket.
2: you i'm a fan of it i'm i try to be careful because people get the idea that it's a blanket yes no no Remember, most CPAs are going to tell you don't pay any tax until you have to. When you do a conversion, you're paying tax you do not have to. That's important consideration. But I think for this amount... But however, if it
1: doesn't kick you up into a higher bracket...
2: That's true. Okay, right.
1: And you expect...
4: Yeah, I would would just do the remaining money until I hit that bracket limit.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think and that's great. you have great. the cash. That's the other part. You've got the you money to, the to write the check. Don't ever take it out of a retirement account to pay the tax. That does not make sense. Okay. I'm with him. Great. Thank you. Well done,
1: All sir. right. Thank yeah. you. Take care. 855-935-8255. 855-935-TALK is the number. But
2: I will say see, Roth are... conversions, are. it's been overrated. But they're not... Generally... I, mean, they're...
1: I can see benefits to it. Is it huge?
2: No, Yeah, not like it was touted. No,
1: no. But I kind of like the idea Uh, again with those caveats. And that brings us to a bigger point and something we talked kind of talked about earlier. The fact that people are looking for a magic formula or the special pill. They're also looking for the absolute answer. Yeah. You Um, know, should I do this? Yes or no? mm -hmm. Well, it's most questions in life are not black or white Depends. they're shades of gray True. there are reasons for and reasons against and you have to weigh the, the the reasons on either side of the equation and and the if if the the weight of the argument is in favor of doing it then the answer suddenly becomes yes
2: yeah i think you're absolutely right it's like there isn't one path there's many no. paths and by the way right. my our favorite planner Guy named Kitsis said once about retirement withdrawals from your accounts. Remember, because there's a whole yeah. argument should it be three percent, four percent, whatever, five percent. Oh, oh are. yeah, 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 yeah. He said the yeah. only real withdrawal rate you'll know that's the correct one is in the rearview mirror. Which right, it's harder to know because you may not be available at that moment.
1: You can't know yeah, you the future. Know. And it, and that know. brings us to that again. The amount of money you should withdraw from your retirement assets really depends on what you need more than anything. Yeah. And then you should work back from there. And the other problem with absolute answers is that it makes your life just a little more complicated. And that's one of the reasons why we've gone from saying do it yourself to maybe you need advisors.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: We talk about real money because it can be really confusing. Dealing with money is Confusing. There's a lot to consider and we want to help you consider those possibilities and and come up with some direction. We don't have absolute answers, but we will try to give you some honest direction at eight five five nine three five talk, eight five five, nine three five eight two five five. And then we'll give you a free honest education at Retire Meet twenty twenty coming up in February twenty twenty. Because you get a free ticket if you call in and ask a question.
2: Featuring some of the best in the industry, the great Paul Merriman, Don McDonald, going to be there. Rick Regrick will be there. Who am I leaving out? Apollo Lopescu. Apollo Lepescu. Uh Barb Devereaux. Going to be talking on uh, long-term care. It's a, it's a great day. And we, we made it's it. A good, it's a good event. The one comment we always had was, it's too much, so this year there's two four-hour sessions. You come to one or the other. Boom. Four two
1: three-and-a-half-hour sessions.
2: Boom. Two four-hour sessions, you're out of there. I thought it was 8 okay, to noon. Close enough. All right
1: eight to noon yeah close hours?
2: Okay.
1: yeah it is all right two four-hour sessions we've got to move it along that's a long time 855-935-TALK is our number and dale you're next welcome to talking real money hey dale
4: yes yeah, afternoon uh, a couple of questions i'm talking with a retirement planner and two things come up one question uh, that i'd like to ask you is what is an appropriate fiduciary fee to be looking to pay for investment advice. And number two, uh, more of the point, was can you talk a little bit about index universal life as to how good an investment that might be for somebody in their 60s?
1: You start with the fee part. Oh, I'll do the index oh, let's universal done Yeah, he always
2: loves the marshmallows he can hit out of the park. Uh, uh-huh. The fee part. So here's, I mean, tell me, I mean, are you looking for like a full service? Somebody's going to do the planning. Somebody's going to manage the money, help you with distribution, the whole thing. Is that the, is, because before I answer how much they should charge you, you need to know what you need.
4: Okay, in this, in this particular case, uh, they're looking at the Index Universal Life, the whole program on that. Where over a period of five oh. years, you dump in X, couple hundred thousand bucks. Uh, you and,
2: say, and they're charging a fee. They're, wait, they're going to be so you're going to pay a regular this management fee. That's only one fee?
4: piece of the whole retirement program. Okay, but uh-huh. uh, then after it, 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 for me at my age, it doesn't seem to make sense. But from an investment point of view, for my wife who's younger, it sounds like well maybe. Uh, in 10, 15 years, if you are borrowing against, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, we're going to stop you. Th- we're going to stop you there for a moment. So let me give the fee part first, then Don can go into the the insurance product that is going to almost ruin his holiday. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't believe if it was just the fee, by the way, which it won't be in this case. But if it was just, if you're just hiring 100% fiduciary advisor somebody who has by their registration a requirement to always put your interest first which by the way they couldn't sell you this product if that were the case but assuming it was i don't think paying anything north of one percent makes sense i think that's the most that's what i was hoping you were gonna say okay but getting to the rest of your question gets uh, a little trickier no it doesn't it's way easy one the advisor
1: oh the advisor you're the advisor you're dealing with and i use that term loosely is deplorable slimy awful human being they should not be in this business and if they called themselves a fiduciary they are a liar because you cannot sell someone index universal life and be a fiduciary the two are in total conflict with each other
2: well, t- why don't you tell people what that product is first
1: index universal life is taking an old product universal life which said hey you give us your money we're going to give you a life insurance policy and we're going to kick a little bit of money in as a dividend and and they the argument for these products is so spurious that you can borrow against the policy so yeah you can take some money out but it's a loan now bear in mind if ever ever a premium is missed for any reason you know even hardship that loan suddenly becomes a
2: Taxable event. You take it as regular taxable income, not as income. capital gains. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: These policies pay commissions in the five to eight percent range to the person selling the product, which makes them a total conflict with the fiduciary responsibility of a registered investment advisor. These are only sold by advisors who are duly registered, and in my book, duly registered advisors are by their very nature misleading
2: conflicted but let's go back
1: conflicted well let's all see right. they make me so yeah, mad
2: but dale if you could hang on because i want to find out what you're trying to achieve in other words there may be other ways to do this rather than using that insurance oh no, I there are other you. ways to do it
1: let me restate that i would leave that person so fast it will make their head spin i would run from their office Give us a call, 855-935-TALK. We'll be back with more talking to Dale and you too.
0: Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: In my disgust over being anyone being sold a an indexed life universal life policy i just hate the way these things are sold Uh, i neglected to mention that what they do instead of paying you a set rate what they do is they play a game with the rate they say you're going to get a portion of the return of the stock market with none of the downside risk of the stock market. However, when it all shakes out in the end, the amount of money they give you is going to be in the low single digits. But then they also throw in all kinds of multipliers and bonus deals and all this weird stuff that even the insurance industry regulators have said, stop saying this kind of stuff because it's all very misleading.
2: But let's talk for to exactly, Dale. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Yeah, well, you can pay one percent per year to get a little kicker on yeah. your return when the stock market rider goes up. Of some kind, but, yeah, yeah. But that one percent writer, they've already done the math and know that they're going to make more money on it than you're going to make. They've done the math. They know that they're going to make out, and you're not. Now, Dale, as Tom said, what is it you're looking for? What are you trying to achieve?
2: Money? Yeah, what's that? I think that would be the starting point. What are you trying to have happen? Well, here? as
4: everybody is probably to avoid the. Uh, or increase stability uh, over a long period of time and avoid the long uh, or the ultimate dips, big cycles and the dips. And the other thing, to go back to what you were just saying, of course, one of their selling points is that any gains multiply tax-free, where in other types of investments, um, it, of course, it's not tax-free.
1: But you see, that's the lie. They don't grow tax-free. They grow tax-deferred. You cannot take money out of, a, out of a universal life insurance policy without paying taxes unless you borrow it. If you take it out, it's taxed as ordinary income. There are no tax Which is far advantages.
2: more... Here'd be, here'd be another way to look, because I think you said something about your wife being younger. Now, my life, my wife is younger, and I happen to have an 11-year-old daughter. So I have a fair amount of life insurance because if anything happens to me, I want to make sure that my 11-year-old is taken care of, my wife and her boyfriend live the great life they lived. No, kidding about the last part. But <laughs> make sure there's enough money. All right? You, I get that. You, so, you think you're kidding. Yeah, whatever. But I buy that on a term life. And I, I, I write the check. Fine. Don and I have had this argument. He's not a believer in insurance. In this case, I am because... Honestly, I don't want anything to happen to my... If it happens to me, my daughter doesn't have the money to take care of. I'm good with that. But then the other money that I have, I either save in a retirement type account or a post-tax account. So the money's always mine. It's liquid. It's, it's managed in a way that meets... Because this is what you got back to, Dale. I want stability but you're going to need some growth over time. This is the this is where we started the show. And that's well and that's where these policies are the big
1: lie because when it all shakes out from all of the complexity of the policy Every single time a long-term study has been done of these indexed products, they find that the rate of return is very similar to the boring little fixed-rate products that the honor, the more honorable insurance yeah. companies used to sell. Now they want to they baffle you with BS. It's all about obfuscation to help sell a product more, more often than they could sell the other ones. This is just about making more sales. It's not about helping the client at all. Hello,
2: Dale. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, the the volume's down. Yeah, we lost him. Thank you. Thank you for your call. I mean, this still. Thank you. This kind of gets back to again where I said where we started the show. You want the pill that's going to allow you to uh, make money without. And the word he used was stability. I want to have stability, but I want to make money. Well, there, it's a trade-off. You can you can do that, but you can't
1: make as much money as you would like what everybody really wants and you nailed it when you said you go into a meeting with people and you say i know what you want yep. you want high returns right yes and you want no risk right yeah can you do that no,
2: no. <laughs> actually we do have one insurance... advi- we do have one advisor who can do that i just bring them in the meeting I can't. Oh, uh, puff! Puff! They can, the magic advisor conjure up something in the corner. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how they do it. It's a tough. Wizard. We we got we've got the only exactly.
1: wizard on exactly. staff at any advisory firm in America.
2: Nobody can do that.
1: Nobody. But the insurance companies have yeah. decided that it is a far more attractive pitch. To say, instead of we're going to give you 2% or 3% per year, which is the, maybe 4 yep. which is the reality in this environment, that's what you're going to get. They're, they're, they're more interested in getting you to buy the product, so they're going to say, well, we're going to give you a percentage of the return of the market. And they don't tell you, that'll probably be 2 or 3 or 4% a year overall. Well, and over they may
2: not year. know because the product is so incredibly complex. The cap rate, the, all these other sort of things they put in there, eh, it gets very murky. Yeah, but they have really big
1: computers.
2: No, no, I'm talking about the around, people selling the policy, selling. the Oh, product. those guys don't have a. That's clue. what I'm saying. They, we, I asked a guy oh, once. They, he goes, "I no, they just give me the pitch. Here's the, here's what I got to tell people."
1: Yeah, they give them the sales materials, and as a by the by the way, as a matter of by the way, which is mixing mixing metaphors. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of you'll find that the 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 youngest most inexperienced financial advisors and i use that loosely are the ones who work for insurance companies they tend to be young kids with no experience who and what are just given the give pitch
2: them? and what do they do they give them the pitch and then what do those people do they got to go find the clients. Oh, they got to go out. They got to go find, down. they got to uh, run out of relatives, wherever it is. They got to, they got to And, and they know
1: that they can have a lot of, of calls that don't work out for them because they're getting a commission as high as eight, in some cases, nine. I've yeah. even seen one with 10% commissions to and the it, agent.
2: In the case of Dale, was saying like several hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's pretty easy to figure out. That's a big payday.
1: That's a big payday. And that advisor, that advisor, I don't care what they say, that advisor is not a fiduciary advisor all the time. Can't be. They may claim they are at some point. But here's the thing. This is for all of you go to talkingrealmoney.com and watch the video that i created about finding the a real fiduciary awesome, by advisor. By the They're really we got good. 4 of them up I there. Know. We're going to have more in the next month. And find the, re, watch that video and then at the end of that video you'll find that there is a list. We actually have a list of advisors that we believe are fee only always acting as a fiduciary based on science. Can't guarantee where, where that. Where is, but is but we're that pretty on pretty the sure. website? Well, just go to talkingrealmoney.com slash videos. Oh, video. that's right. That's all. Okay. Just go watch the video. Well, you can video. know you with the
2: person with the TV on their head, right? Yeah, or click go the on website? the guy with the TV head. Yeah, right. yeah. okay. Oh, By the way, did you ever fix the website and put my Christmas list up there? Because not there haven't been a lot of purchases, I noticed, at Amazon recently.
1: Yes, that is at talkingrealmoney.com slash don't give Tom anything this year. Oh, come on.
2: Dot, yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah. No, I just told, I gave the staff the list the other day, and I said, don't be cheap this year. I'm working on payroll for next year. This is not the time to, you know, scrimp.
1: You know, again, you're going to make people think <laughs> that our relatively honorable, kind, generous company is really just in it for you.
2: Yeah, it does kind of sound that way, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really does. The, the hey, citizen I thought I okay, was a I'm, Okay, I'm kidding. All right. We do not right. require employees. We don't require them. To give us gifts, okay. I strongly
1: suggest they do.
2: <laughs> I'm kidding again. All right, come on. I don't. I can. Uh, I think I can honestly say I can't even remember. I've never i don't one. think I've ever gotten anything. So I think we're. I've okay gotten here. It, I think we're okay I've never here. gotten
1: a gift from an employee. I think we're
2: okay. Well, we you're must a be doing something right. You're a long way away. It's harder to get you one. And you're moving. They have target. the mail. You're in between Mayo. Virginia and Florida and wherever you got that silver bullet thing, wherever that is, you're kind of all over the place. So it's hard to. That's keep track
1: in of. Virginia, and I come out to Seattle yeah, a that's lot. True. Yeah, that's I'm true. That's true. Move around. Okay. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, I think you know Tom's going to leave the end of the show to me, aren't you?
2: I am, because you're doing such right. a great job.
1: Well, th- thanks for being there again, Tom. Uh, two in a row. How about that? Two huh? in a row. We'll put
2: a gold star Ooh. next to my name this week. <laughs> Tom and Don. Are
1: Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. And you're invited to put your future in focus in 2020. Uh, At RetireMe 2020. Get it? Focus 2020. It's all about your retirement. And how you can enjoy more, enjoy it more, have more money, deal with some of the problems. And right now, tickets are really, really cheap. Just go to retiremeet.com. That's retirem.e.e.t.com.
0: that to keep the lawyers
2: happy.